Hey everybody, thank you and welcome back to the TMG Podcast. I'm TJ Norris. Over here we got my man James. How are we? Mr. Mitchell Mullis. Hey, how's it going today? And a special guest with us, Mr. Spencer Harrell. Spencer. Thanks for joining us, man. We'll get to him in one second. Guys, today uh, we're going to talk about the TMG Guide to Home Ownership Part 5, which is going to cover... Making... An offer. We're going to talk about negotiations, I think. Yes. Right. Yep. And uh, what goes into a negotiation, price points, uh, and stuff like that. This will probably be a, a three-week-long um, kind of deal here because yeah. there's so much to dive into here that you know needs to be yeah. you know, talked about. And we want oh, to break yeah. it down to the simplest of the simple. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But first. Don't do it. I got a joke. Oh, here it is. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get this one, okay? <laughs> What do sprinters eat before a big race? Mm. Anybody? I have no clue. No idea. idea. Nothing. They fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's pretty That's good. Pretty, pretty good. Fantastic. I like it. All right. So, I'm gonna. I like it. Let's kick it to. Uh, let's kick it to Spencer here. Spencer, uh, been in real estate. To, uh, year and a your half. second year and a half. Yes, sir. Going on your second year. His first full year as a single agent, he did some remarkable things. $6.7 million yes, sir, in 6. volume. Million. That's crazy. Young yeah. guy, just getting into it, just scratching the surface, mm-hmm. and comes his first year and does $6.7 million. I know agents in their 20th year that don't do $6.7 million. It was a, it was a nonstop year. It really was, and it took a lot. But, I mean, yeah. I set that, set that goal initially at $6 million, and a couple of people have said, like, that's absolutely ridiculous. There's no way you can be at that number, and – I you just did it. Kind of didn't stop and, until I got it. Hey, nice job. We've heard yeah. naysayers too. We, don't, right. we just keep shrucking past them, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. So tell me a little bit about you. Sure. Tell, tell, tell everybody about you. Yeah, so I, uh, I went to school and, and graduated college in uh, 2017 and kind of went off and went the whole like nine to five business route and decided pretty quickly that I did not want to do that. I knew there was way more opportunity out there and it was a lot more potential for earnings and I looked into real estate and honestly fell in love with it immediately. I got my license in October of 2019 and set that goal for $6 million probably November of that year. And then uh, January 1, it was a nonstop until I hit it and actually exceeded that goal. And uh, 2021 is going to be even bigger. And we're back again. Woo. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, Lexington City wood chipper back here going to town. How <laughs> much wood would a wood chipper chip if your podcast was going on? <laughs> so that three About 15 fast. minutes oh, worth. <laughs> I'd say enough. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, All right, yeah. so let's get, back with, uh, let's get back with Spencer. Mr. Here. Harrell here. Yes. So 6.7 million. We talked about consistency, consistent uh, work, consistent follow-up. Let me ask you this. Now, we're, we're a real estate team, huh? and our views come from being a real estate team. You're an individual agent, and I tip my hat off to you because, man, it's tough. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Tell me a little bit uh, with the $6.7 million, what goes into that as a single agent? Um, so having good lead sources, uh, that was kind of the main thing that allowed me to get that much volume. Yeah. Um, so I know you guys have talked about it before, but Zillow yeah. is where I, I got a good amount of my leads from, and as well as just the referral base from um, – well, a couple of those were past clients. By the end of the year, I did get referrals from – uh, previous clients and then also just family yeah well, really that's good. that and, and being by yourself it's, it's big with us you know because i really teach and you're by yourself and you know you, you hadn't had a whole lot of real estate training and no, stuff no, like no, that no, when you no. started in the thing you know i'm big on converting 
Because mm-hmm. if you go to Zillow, you got you got to learn how to convert them. Correct. Did you have any fail forward fail, fail forward moments there? Uh, I would say so. I mean, the initially, I mean, I, I took that initial bite of, of paying for those leads, and I knew it was going to be a risk, but um, I knew if I could close at least two, it would be more than worth it. And I mean, I, I was averaging at least three, if not four, per yeah. month. So yeah. those leads wow. were definitely worth it, and kind yeah. of just stay on top of them, following up, and making sure that. They were served to the best yeah. of my ability. So yeah. you don't have you don't have leads provided to you where you are, right? You do it all on your own. 100%. Correct. That's what yes. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and my biggest thing with Spencer, I don't ask just anybody to come on the on the podcast. If I ask you to come on the podcast, you're you're up here with me. So I appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. But I think one of the things is you're a young guy. You graduated uh, college 2017. Did the whole business world thing. Mm-hmm. Man, do you have do you have any problems being so young and relating to people or people like older p- couples buying houses? Every once in a while, but I think, I mean, with the confidence, it kind of just comes yeah. and they kind of don't even really sweat it. I mean, I had like one or two people question me, like, well, how long have you been in the real estate industry? And uh, it probably, we didn't click anyway, so it just didn't work out. Yeah. But most yeah. people, if you're just, if you're confident enough, you're, it's, you're going to be able to pull it off. It's but man, just, first year in real estate, young guy coming out, $6.7 million yeah. in volume. That's right. crazy. That He's probably going to double that this year. That's yeah. the plan. Yeah. Actually, more than that. But Yeah, yeah, there you go. Questions, guys, for Spencer? Yeah, um, going back to, you know, um, I guess the youth of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't get that question a whole lot. I guess it's because I got gray in my hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that why? You look like a pawpaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, an angry pawpaw, but no, you know, no, I'm just kidding. No, but um, can you, can you kind of elaborate on that? So if there are some other young folks out there looking to get into real estate. Sure. How do you combat that, I guess, stigma of not knowing what you're doing because you're young? Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, studying. So I did a lot of studying like about the industry and like about the market. So I did sound very educated whenever I was speaking to people. Yeah. And being young, I think also you have plenty of advantages because you're more tech savvy. You can there you go. do a lot of things like texting and things that a lot of these older agents and agents have been around for years and years that are, are definitely not comfortable with. And that's kind of a... I mean, a lot of my clients were younger in their 20s yeah. and 30s, and we, yeah. I were able to text them at 10 o'clock at night. And that's, I don't, it's, some people might say it's not professional, but it's like, well, it's, we're communicating. That's how you would That's kind of the new era, though. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't mind what time it is. It's, that's how I communicate with everybody else. Yeah. So I want to communicate yeah. with you that way. And, you know, that, that's a good point because the people buying houses now are Spencer's age. You Correct. know, that 24 yeah. to 30 um, age group there. By the way, can you teach TJ how to text? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's an old man joke, sorry. I'm like the most tech savvy on the panel right here, maybe other than him. I'm the worst. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. But, you know, and looking at things from a perspective as a single agent, too, and I think what you're trying to say here, and you don't even realize you're saying it, and this is sales 101. If you want your first business sales uh, rule or technique from Mitch Mullis here, here it goes is you become an expert. That's it. Mm-hmm. That will override anything you ever do as far as age or anything like that. Because I kind of dealt with the same stuff, yeah. you know, coming in and stuff like that. How, how long have you done this? How long have you done it? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know a whole lot at the time, but I know enough to, you know, make me sound like I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always good when somebody does ask me that, and I say, really? Full time? About a year. They're like, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of that is really how I carry myself. And yeah. Having presence yeah. in conversation, you know, becoming an expert. That's it. James, you got anything yeah. for Spencer? Man, I think you took all my questions. Well, that go right. Yeah, jeez. Well, good. Well, Spencer's gonna stay on with us. He's gonna hop on the topic of the Mullis Group 
guide to home ownership number five, and yep. it is negotiating an offer. And I'm going to throw it back to Mr. Foster down there. Yeah. Because I feel like Mr. Foster is one of the best um, negotiators or, or, you know, getting deals done mm-hmm. when it comes to writing offers and stuff like that. So, James, yeah. what's the first thing you think about when you go to make an offer? Man, there's a lot that goes into it. I look at, um, first of all, once you find that perfect home like we talked about last week and you got people that are ready to go, then it's on you to really tell them what you, you know, your professional opinion. Ultimately, it's their decision, but it, they're going to rely on you for the expert decision. So if I, uh, perfect example, this week we looked at a house that was listed at 159 and they said, do you think that we can buy this for 159 And my answer was, not in this market. No way. Not today, Bucko. Not today. <laughs> yeah. uh, what I do, I try to do some homework, man. I look at the properties. I look at what's selling around it. I run some numbers um, and just really try to go above and beyond for my clients. So, um, and, and I know how the market is right mm-hmm. now. I think we were talking earlier, you said it was like 105% above purchase price. 105%. Yeah, that's on average. So on I mean, average. that means you've got some 110, 107. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's on average that homes are selling 105 percent more than what it's listed for. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, do you want to dig deeper? And yeah. It? All right. So if I I did one um, against 16 other offers in Greensboro about a month ago now, and it was it was insane. The house we were there, there was other people kind of on top of us. It almost felt like an open house. Yeah. But so the lady said, "Hey, I want this house. Make it happen." So I ran some numbers, saw what was going on in the neighborhood, and I told her, I said, look, we're going to have to be at about, you know, probably 10% above what they have it listed for. Are you comfortable with that? Um, You know, first of all, it's going to change your payment a little, but not that much. And she said, I want the house. You tell me what to do, and let's do it. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. It goes – I think I would even go back. Do you guys remember what the number one step was in the Mullis Group Guide to Home Ownership? Having the right agent? It was having the right agent. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to this. And this is a very, very uncomfortable. That's pretty good, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson's still back there, guys. Thank you to Johnson Co-Productions. Hey, thanks for Mandy letting us come back here at Second Main. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, But it's a very, very uncomfortable situation and conversation that you have with a buyer when they're pre-approved at 220 and you tell them, we'll probably have to look at 200s. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's just the way the market is right yeah. now. Yeah. But finding that right agent, here's the thing. We're, if, if we're worried about doing the best job for our clients, then we've got to have this upfront conversation. Tell them what the market is. And, you know, I always tell my guys, hey, we're going to do the best job we can to get you the best price we can. And we, and we always do. But just mm-hmm. know what the market's doing. Here's the market. So if we're here at 220 it may take 232 to get a home, you yeah. know, depending on what it's, what it's like. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Yeah, um, that is a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. And I lead out with, hey, guys, this is a tough conversation. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start. You really dug deep for that one, didn't you? All right. <laughs> no, no. What else got? Because it's a tough conversation because what I'm doing, it kind of looks like I'm playing with your money because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the one – Mm-hmm. buying this place i'm not the one putting up due diligence that could possibly yeah. be lost if something happens you know so again high due diligence talking about that uh talking about purchase price it is a tough 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 conversation in this market but still if you start telling them what the market is you get them prepared whenever that time comes that they find the right house they're ready to go they're ready so many times you see agents oh i'm gonna do this for you do that for you and that's great that's what you're supposed to do but you also need to point them to the market you mm-hmm. know 
four, three years ago, I was getting people ten, fifteen thousand dollars off homes, getting their closing costs paid for, yep. everything. And I, we're still doing that today in some cases, but it's just very few and far between. Spencer, yeah, I would say picking back enough for that due diligence money. Um, really, whenever you are showing the house. You got to know your stuff with like what's going to show up in the yeah. inspection report. I mean, right, I'm, there you go. I can walk into any house and I'm going to see or find basically probably 90% of the things that would be found in the inspection report. Any type of structural issues, I've got a pretty good eye for that. Um, I'd even take a look in the crawl space. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've, I've avoided one house actually that buyer was about to put an offer in. We looked in the crawl space, saw two termites, literally crawl out it. I was wow. like, oh God, sorry guys, we're not going to be able to, I mean, if we can, but it's going to be a huge risk. And yeah. I yeah. decided not to. And that's the thing. Like, I, I, we've been in houses with people too. And like, mm-hmm. look guys, I'm going to, I'm going to take my realtor hat off for a minute. Yeah. Let's get out of here. This yeah. isn't the one for you. Yeah. You really have to look. Why? It's important to know this stuff because, you know, lenders. Oh, lenders very frown upon this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another, anything else? I mean, that's really, I mean, definitely like pulling the cops to see like, okay, how does this price, house price point compared to the other houses that have sold in the neighborhood and make sure that you are going to be coming in at at an accurate number because even if this house is listed at 220 like you were saying yeah it could easily sell for 235 or or more yeah and we're seeing a lot of people bring extra money if the home doesn't appraise yeah that's crazy but hey it's the market we're in james i've got a question for you sure when's the last time you negotiated a lot of closing cost into a deal uh it wasn't this year i don't think i've had any deals well, I don't we, think we I did some of it. Well, yeah. listen, what we're trying to say, again, with this market, closing cost has now been something yeah. that we've mm-hmm. kind of had to forego with that's, our clients. And that's a conversation I have whenever we start talking. There's a lot that goes in this. So Mitch said we're going to do three weeks. I guess we're going to break it down. But there's a lot that goes in. First mm-hmm. of all, what are we qualified for? And that's, that's our pre-approval. Mm-hmm. So are we shopping in the right range? Like you said, maybe we need to look at a 200 if we're a 220 or 230 buyer. Mm-hmm. And then can we pay our own closing costs if it comes to that? Now, I've yeah. written offers that said, hey, I'll give you 230 on this 220 and we want 5000 And mm-hmm. then you might get in a counteroffer situation. And, and if you know that your clients can uh, or if they can't. So if they can't, then that always plays into what do I start at, yeah. you know? I guess the better the better question is, mm-hmm. did, when was the last time you won a bid? It's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. You know, uh, with having the closing costs paid, it's been a little while. It's just, I think it's a product of the market. I mean, it's yeah. because the problem is you may have five other offers that are competitive with you, and then one of those may be no closing costs and you're asking for it. Yep. Yeah. And, and you have to do what you have to do to win these and multiple offer bids. Yeah, and, and it's kind of instilled in us. We're going to try to get you the best deal. Oh, yeah. You know, and we want to get, negotiate that in there. Mm-hmm. But, warranties, everything. but if you can't get it done, if they want the house, yeah, you know, your, your hands you kind of tied with the market. It. But hey, we're still doing our best job. I know Tanya got a, a deal where she got nine thousand dollars worth of closing, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. paid for in a multiple offer situation. Oh well, and we won it, and she just closed on it last week. Yeah, that's awesome. so I never. That's really good. Yeah. I never not try. Yeah, I try, try everything. I try, you know, get you a free home warranty. I'm going to try everything in my power to do the best I can. Um, it's just kind of where, where you get yeah. thrown into. So yeah. I think I think the the first step in negotiating an offer, honestly, is a call to the other agent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because doesn't report with them. Yeah. yeah rapport, huge. and not only that, because there's when you call this agent, Spencer, you're you're a listing agent. Yep. I call you and say, Spencer, hey, Mitch with the Mullis Group, any offers on one two three Main Street? Yeah, we got three right now. Oh, man. See, that totally changes everything, everything. that we were going to yep. do. Now, if he says zero, Spencer, you got any offers? No, we don't right now. No, well, shoot. I'm going to try to get you the best deal I can possible. I'm going to try to 
bully dag on Spencer over here. <laughs> yeah. Get a good Bring deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I represent the seller. <laughs> yeah. So, but it totally changes. So I think the first step in negotiating an offer is to call. And I've, I've, I've kind of changed my approach. I used to be able to leave the show in first and then call. I think now it's a call while you're sitting there if they're interested. We need to go mm-hmm. ahead and make sure how many offers are on here. What's the cutoff date? And even, hey, Spencer, your clients, do they, what terms matter to them? Yeah, uh, I like the quick close, really. Yeah. You get a lot of agents. And, you know, I, I follow Ben Kenny a lot. Ben Kenny, I learned this about Ben Kenny. He told me if your accountant don't want to work for you to try to get you this deduction, to fire him, okay, mm-hmm. because he's not a good accountant. Yeah. So if you've got a buyer agent that doesn't want to fight for you and ask uncomfortable questions like, are there offers? What, what would it take to take it off the market? Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one. Last week, and I don't work with buyers much anymore. I got one because uh, you, you guys were uh, on vacation. I had to go show everyone. And, and you know, some, it happened. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> what are you going to do? What you do? <laughs> well, anyway, they had an open house scheduled. I, I, before I left that house, I had a deal done and an open house canceled. That's awesome. Because you, you can't be scared to ask. Yeah. Just like Ben said about the accountant, fire him if they don't work for you. Well, if you're, if you're afraid to ask, what's it going to take? Yeah, Can we yeah. get this open house? Some agents are nervous and they don't want to do that. Yeah. And they're scared. But, man, if yeah. they're not actually working hard for you to get stuff like this, mm-hmm. then. You may need to choose a different one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> chainsaws. Yeah, sorry about the chainsaws in the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, a, we're not in a scary a movie. Right yeah, we're not, we're, that's not Jason Voorhees in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so. Oh, man. Spencer? First step, I, I say is make a call to the agent. What do you think? And I would even kind of add to it, I've even called the listing agent prior to showing the house because yep. most, or nine times out of ten, it's the first time you're seeing the house and it's the first time I'm seeing the house too. So yep. we're only going off of the pictures, what's on the disclosures, and maybe there's some agent-only remarks that I'm able to read. But the listing agent's going to be able to tell you a lot more about the house because they've obviously mm-hmm. been there a couple of times so you can kind of get maybe a, a better idea of the layout and then also still bring up that uh, conversation about the offers and what they currently yeah. have on the table. So when the do- buyers do like the house, you're already prepared with the information from the listing agent. You're prepared. Agent. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. That's I good. like that. That's good. Yeah. So call the agent. Um, and th- there's there's several things that go into this, but we're going to walk you through all of it because we got nothing else better to do but listen to wood chippers and talk about real estate. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for coming on, Spencer. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to jump into some TJ's trivia, and I'm going to I'm going to uh, give you a piece of paper there. All right. Yeah, you can have my pen. And Thank then you. you can have TJ's pen. Now, don't let Mitch, James see your – what's the record here? What's the record here? I'm, like, dominating. I don't think – Domination is the word. Yeah, nation of domination <laughs> right here. What is I've won I've won I won last time, right? Or did you won? You won jams with James. I, I don't keep up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So no. I don't know. I'm like who knows? But I'm gonna win today. Okay. Bring you know? it. Well, so, we'll see. Question number one. You ready? Oh, no, 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 no. Let's oh, back up for just a second. Just a second. Do just we have a second. A topic hey. or anything here? No. <laughs> okay. I I don't even know if I could say that. Um listen, here's the deal. Let's back up. Why do we play trivia? Because it's fun, number one. But, hey, we're going to give you listeners out there a chance to win a $25 gift card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There it Heck is. yeah. So, all you got to do is like it, share it, and comment who you think is going to win. And if that person wins, you're in a drawing to win a $25 gift card. Too bad. So, awesome. hey, share it, share it, share it. Okay. And question one, TJ's trivia. For those of you who don't know, TJ's a former history teacher. Uh, I guess. Instructor. Instructor. I like that. Uh, sound like yeah, instructor. he's just a, he's an instructor of life. 
That's what I would say. <laughs> oh, right. he, he's actually our head, he's actually our head instructor on our team and helps helps with the training and really does a great job. And I appreciate wow. that. And uh, he, he he's an instructor of life. Very nice. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah. A okay. Deep. Well, uh, we're going to start with Miyagi. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> we're going to start with a sports Wipes question. On. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do within two years. Okay. Uh-huh. Whoever can get the actually who can get it or get the closest. Okay. We'll get the point. What year was the first Super Bowl played? Mm. I thought that was a solid one. All right. I'm ready. Okay, a little uh, geography here. Uh oh. One of my favorites. <laughs> Which Italian city is famous for its leaning tower? Two for two. I don't even know if that's Italy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure that's Spain. <laughs> what I wrote down? No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh man, I know what it's called the the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. All right, so cancel that question. All right, yeah, Hold cancel on, that one. Maybe I just talked myself into it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next. All right. What Maybe we should the, have another. What does the F stand for in FBI? <laughs> I thought that question was going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Mitch needs lunch. Yeah, yeah. he does. I've not ate anything today, sorry. Do we have that one? Yep. yep. All right, so we're going to have to do, what, one more? Yes. Since Give us another gave, one. <laughs> he gave us number two. Was gave it pizza? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Rome. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. What in the world oh my going gosh. on? I didn't even know if that was really what it was called. Oh I thought it was just like pizza uh, for Italy. <laughs> Is that where pizza come from? Gosh. Sorry about that, TJ, guys. Save us here. Hey, man, I'm just I'm high on life today. I love it. So yes, you if you don't laugh, hey. What good is it? Yeah. That's right. I always tell people, if as long as you're not six feet underground, man, it's a good day. Heck yeah. So, it's a blessing. Let's go ahead and get my win here. Okay. Um, I'm honestly, I had it here. Still trying to find it. By the way, if you listen last week. Jams with James was going to happen. <laughs> Had a little malfunction. But he broke his guitar. So. Yeah. He smashed well, I didn't really smash it out. I went to tune it and broke a string. And I have to have it yeah. all six okay. to make it work. So Here we go. I finally found it. Yep. Which state is called the Volunteer State? Oh, that's easy. Had an offer from them. We're going to need a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker? Was that way too easy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're probably going to need a tiebreaker. No, I don't know. I probably won't get number one. I'll Let's probably just go get for number it. one. We're working on a tiebreaker in case we need it. All right, let's yeah. go over the answer. So, when was the first Super Bowl played, Mr. Norris? Uh, James, what you got? Man, I just guessed like 1950. I don't know. Okay. That's wrong. 1961 is what I went with. I put 64. It's 67. God, way off. There's so, your boy. Geez. Mitch with one. Mm. There's one. Loser. Okay, so everybody's scratching and clawing for this answer. It's Pisa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> The Leaning Tower of Pisa is correct. Yep, sorry Pizza. And then... Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah! What does the F stand for in FBI? Federal. 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 Said federal. Oh, that was softball. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know why you would say that. <laughs> well, I mean, some people don't. No, know, it was man. good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. What was the last one? The oh, last one's the, the volunteer, volunteer state. state. What is the volunteer state? What you got down there? Tennessee. Johnson's the only ten Tennessee? I see. <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> 
The Tennessee what? Arkansas? What? Huh? Do get it? The Tennessee what? Arkansas? Oh yeah. What Arkansas? Like Arkansas. Because the state. Side each other. Are we? Are we uh, saying that Mitch just won again because yeah. of his? Yeah. What'd you get? Number one. I, I got. Wyoming Spencer. I mean, you. <laughs> you been in school. I mean, are you kidding? Me? I wasn't thinking sports. Whenever you said volunteer, I'm like, okay, yeah, now that makes sense. But <laughs> he knows just a lot of good-hearted people volunteer in Wyoming. <laughs> I'm There's dead. like four people in Wyoming. <laughs> all great people. But they will, okay. they'll all help you put up that a shed. Awesome. <laughs> Probably will. Oh, man. Probably will. The volunteers. Oh, man. So, hey, all right. So, win. Mitch got a dub. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid Super Bowl. Oh, well. It's awesome. All right, awesome. Spencer. Well, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Spencer. We uh, learned a lot, really, honestly. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. doing great, man. Keep it up. Thank you. Yeah. Man. And all you real. young agents out there, you know, I mean, he's just showing you. You can be Putting the time and the effort, the consistency. And the want to. Yeah, you're killing Absolutely. it, man. That's awesome. That's good. That's awesome, good man. job, man. Thank you. Super proud of you. Guys, join us next week. What's next week? Next week. We're uh, going to dive a little deeper into negotiations and maybe That's like it. a due diligence fee, earnest money fee, closing Closing dates. calls. How closing do we calls. win when there's 30 offers on the table? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I wish he was joking. We just, we've heard that three times today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. So, so join us next time on the TMG Guide to Home Ownership Part 6. Yeet, yeet. See ya. See ya.